She was a good witch. She was a bad witch. And all I really wanted was a motherfucking sandwich. <laughs> Then why the hell did you bother to come? I thought the movie was cool. <laughs> right. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, etc. Go on. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, etc. Whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Malachi J. Matthews, I think. But yeah, and today I'm joined, as always, by Hollywood Fletch and Magic Mark. Oh, hey, he started out at the end. No. Falling style. Jeez. Tired. Tired. How's it going, Fletch? I'm very tired. Very tired. We are drinking uh, coffees. Pints of coffees. No, I, yeah, I am drinking pint of coffee, actually. Fletcher's and he's drinking it. I'm drinking out of a mug that says, it took 40 years to look this good. <laughs> 42 now, I'm rotten. If it helps, I got tat like that for my 40th as well. I've got a couple of 40-year-old pint glasses that's just still in the box that I haven't got out. Don't need to be reminded of that when I'm drinking my son. My sad bit is when I'm crying. It took me 40 years to get to this, to this sad state of existence. To look this good. To look this good, yeah. Crying in the bath, drinking gin out of it. <laughs> and at gin out, right, wait, are you having a bath of gin or you're having a gin in the bath? Either way, either way, mate. Right. Yeah, been there. <laughs> you know they used to make gin in the bath? You did? No, I didn't. I don't fucking like gin. It tastes like hairspray. Gee, it tastes like sadness, doesn't it, gin? I think it does taste like sadness. It's the worst. If you, if you drink a bottle of gin, you know someone's going to end up crying. I used to work at this pub, and there was a bunch of rooms upstairs, and this Romanian bloke that I know, he made a bunch of booze in his bath and put it in a bunch of big 7-Up bottles. Right? Yeah, and I had it, and I, just, I couldn't remember anything that happened afterwards. <laughs> was that at work? Yeah. What was the special ingredient? Rehypnol? Mate, I don't know. He just made it in his bath. Really? Rehypnol gin. You just dragged that, did you? Yeah. Maybe that nice bespoke gin, Japanese gin that I got the other day, maybe that was made in the bath. There you go. Japanese bath. Bath. Full of leaves. Yeah. I'm not a gin fan, no. It does. It tastes like sadness. I like rum, though. I spent my, funny enough, spent my 40th birthday, drunk a bottle of rum on the side of a mountain listening to Phantom of the Opera. That sounds all right. Should we start the show, Malachi? Yes, yes. What did we watch this week, Fletch, on Super Tap Film Club? Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Ooh, how, how apt that we get visited by the conduit for the past couple of weeks, and then we end up doing a film about witchcraft. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've got a couple of symbols come up on my belly after watching this. The following is a fictionalised reenactment of events that occurred after the events of the Blair Witch Project. It is based on public records, local Maryland TV broadcasts, and hundreds of hours of taped interviews. To protect the privacy of certain individuals, some of the names have been changed. It's kind of like The Witch, isn't it? Like The Witch? Yeah, you know The Witch, the Robert Eggers film. That's really good, that one. It's really good. Yeah. But that's about... It's got a goat in it that talks to him. Yeah. Black Philip. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but that uses loads of accounts and reports from witch hunts. Witch hunts and stuff. Well, Blair Witch 1. Mark, were you a fan of Blair Witch 1? I loved Blair Witch 1. And Blair Witch 2, I was really, really excited to go and see it. I was, it, it was um, the year after uni and I was still behaving like I was in uni. So I, uh, I got drunk. And I went to the cinema to watch Blair Witch 2 and I promptly fell asleep. And my mate Alex, who I have previously mentioned as being the tap father, um, he was quite upset with me because I didn't watch the film with him. I, I slept on his shoulder. That was at this cute little cinema. We were living in Wheelington, Manchester, and it has this cinema. And I've looked it up because watching Blair Witch 2 reminded me of this little cinema. And apparently, Cine City opened in 1912 it was the third ever cinema to open in Britain. Really? And yeah, yeah, it was like this cute little three, three screen cinema, proper kind of old school independent cinema. But it closed not long after I went to see Blair Witch 2 in 2001. Oh, that's a shame. A little bit of history there and you went and you saw this out. I think 
this might have actually been the last film that I saw, and I say saw, I was asleep. That Sin City, I, I saw, do you remember that Australian film, The Dish? I saw that there. Yeah, I saw Back to the Future there. I saw a couple of other films there. But um, yeah, it, we moved from Withington in 2001, and it was closed not long after we left, which is really sad. Motherfucking thing's a block of flats now. Probably full of witches though, isn't it? I hope so. I hope all those cunts who are um, staying in flats that are on the site of my lovely cinema, what I liked, are really haunted and they've yep. got like bad shit juju stuff going on. I went to a haunted cinema once. Did you? Yeah. Did, they, did you say anything or did you just watch a film? Or did you see a ghost? There was a, what, what do they call them? Divot boxes. A divot box, yeah. What's that doing in the cinema? Haunted cinema. <laughs> it's haunted, there's ghosts in there. Well, it will be if you put a divot box in there. Yeah. What's a divot box? That's where you put the Jewish curses. It's a box just with... Bad juju in it. Yeah, with spirit in it. Yeah. Mm. So did you have that in the cinema? Yeah, well, it was in the basement. How did you get in the basement of a cinema? Because I went down I went down there and I'd look at like, <laughs> trays like you get in a hospital, but like, you know, the really old, like, hospital like trolleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first film was basically one of the first viral advertising things, did really well, multimedia, very clever, cost fuck all to make, made millions, really good stuff. But after that, yeah. the, people who, the people who made the film, the two guys that made the film, they were, they were done with it, like, that was really good. Thanks, guys. And then the, the studio was like, hang on a minute, fellas. We want a sequel out of you. We want something the same as what you've done before. And that's what they wanted. But that is what they got, is it, Fletch? No, but no. you couldn't. You couldn't make the same film again. No. Well, they do in the third one. Basically, the third one is good. It's, it's similar to the first one. Is that the one from 2016 that I didn't know existed until I started doing research for Book of Shadows? Yes, it's good. I had no clue. Is yeah. it genuinely good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's more, it's more like the first one than this one is. Well, the first one was something so incredibly special, something completely fresh, completely new, and genuinely scary in a new way. As much as I love Tat, as much as I love body horror and gore, it was like Jaws difference, you know? The, the difference of the scariness of Jaws compared to blood, guts and gore in lots and lots of Tat. Was, this was almost like another one of those, you know? Blair Witch was special. And it will always be special because it was, I mean, you could argue that something like Cannibal Holocaust was vaguely found footage, but nothing quite like the Blair Witch had existed before, I don't think. No, I think, I think you're right there. With the Cannibal Holocaust probably was the first, first found footage, like mainstream found footage film, because half of that film is they find the tapes, don't they? Everybody yeah. Has, so it is, yeah. Summer 1999. Media, MTV. Everyone remember Kurt Loder on MTV News? Because he's on the start of this. Beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 remember that? MTV News. Bibbidi boo. No? Okay. I, I do, but you yeah. know, you didn't give me a chance to talk because you got excited by saying bibbidi bibbidi boo or bibbidi yeah. boppity boo or whatever you said. It was like little typewriter things, mate. Beep, 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 news. But yeah, Kurt Loder, he's there. The, them film critic guys, what are they called? Them film critic guys that you always talk about. Roger E. What's his name? Eva and Cisco. Yeah, they were in it at the start, saying, it's the art play, which is brilliant. Wasn't Jay Leno there as well? Jay Leno was there, talking about it on the talk show. Everyone was there, mate. That's it. Everyone was talking about it, mate. That's the point, Mark. 1999, it was Blair Witch Fever. Everyone had gone mad, but everyone was like, but, but is this film real? People have been swarming to this little town in Maryland, Burkittsville, where the first film was shot. And there's grebs all over the place. There's like, Goss in the graveyard. It's like Whitby. It's like Whitby, yeah. <laughs> is Whitby particularly full of goths? It is at Halloween. What? It is at Halloween. It's where Dracula went. It's where Dracula was written. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. They have huge goth weekends there. They do, gotcha. yeah. And also they've got the amazing Dracula Museum, which is still there, which me and Sarah go to when we go there. Quite, we, do, we go to Whitby quite a bit. Yeah. And they've got a Dracula museum. The Brown Circus Dracula Experience is called, and it's awful, but it's brilliant. It's really worth going in it just because it's... Uh, I love Whitby. Yeah, it's great. I do as well. I love it. I haven't been to Whitby for years. That does sound fun. 
Yeah, we should. We last time we went, we stayed in a foghorn station on the edge of a cliff. Oh yeah, it was good though. Yeah, drinking in a foghorn station. So we got up and go. We go for Halloween in the temple of love with shade like silver. I mean, are we allowed to go and enjoy ourselves yet, or is lockdown still? Yes, oh, no, okay. not yet. We'll wait. We'll have to wait. Mind you, Halloween. We might be allowed by Halloween. You never. We'll goth up. We'll goth up. We'll, we'll wear masks over our faces anyway. That's true. This Halloween, people will have to be like creative with their masks and shit, won't they? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, real resident. Like the first film, the people at the start of this film that they interview, all of them apart from the guy that's called Joe, because that's the director. But the other people are real resident, real residents of Burkittsville. There's a real old lady there. She's been selling sticks out of the garden and rocks, and uh, she stopped doing it on the internet because it costs too money, too much money to ship a rock, which is, you know, that's science. One of the people that didn't see the film when it was out was Jeff. Jeff's there. He's, he, he runs the Blair Witch store. He's there with his, his little stick man. He says, I didn't see the film when it first came out. I was uh, I was in hospital. That's what he says. And then he goes back to the old ladies in the interviews. Bit, bit of a uh, goths in the graveyard. And they're on the news. And the sheriff is there. He's going, he's like, get out of these hillwoods and go home. There ain't no goddamn witchy there. There's goths, goths in backpacks all over the place. I mean, imagine the smell of patchouli in that place. Mm. Mm. You've got to chase goths out of your garden. All yeah, goths out I mean. Yeah. <laughs> One year earlier, Jeff is in the hospital. Burkitt's County Psych Centre. Pipe up his nose. Fucking hell, how, how much pipe do they put that poor lad's nose? And why? I don't know, to pour, pour the goo down it. Did you notice who the guy that was pouring, pouring the goo up his nose looked like? Who did he look like? Pete Beale from EastEnders. Yeah. Cockney Barrow Boy. For fuck's sake. It's you that complains when Fletch and I make British references, considering we get mostly American listeners. That is one of the most British references you could have possibly made, fool. Pete Beale. Who? Pete Beale from EastEnders. Is he related to Ian Beale? His dad! Sorry, I didn't mean to get quite so annoyed with you, because you didn't know who Pete Beale was. He he was the Barrow Boy. He was the Veg Man. They were all Barrow Boys. He was the Veg Man. They're all rich men. I can't remember how he died. They all just had market stores, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. They all did. So yeah, one year earlier, he was in he was in the hospital giving a pipe Vaseline up his nose by Pete Beale. And he's smoking a cigarette while he's doing it in the hospital. He is. He is, that's dirty Pete. Dirty Pete Beale, put that out. He's a cockney. He's they're a always cockney. they're always smoking. He's a cockney barrel boy, he's like, knees up out of a brand. I put me fucking <laughs> <laughs> Stick that pipe on your fucking nose, you cunts. You mad. Right. <laughs> yeah, ter- terrible conditions in this hospital. Everyone's got a shaved head. Jeff's, is, Jeff's dribbling. When he's not dribbling, he's banging his head on the wall. And then he's sat at a table and he screams, No! And his scream melds into the scream of Marilyn Manson because it's disposed ever. You know what you've described there was cut, because I'm from Wood Green in London. Yeah. And what you've described there does kind of remind me of that. Everyone's just got shaven heads and you've just got someone banging their head against the wall over there and... And they stand up, just yeah. throw this checkers set and yeah. sit and start singing Marilyn Manson. And there's a veg man just shouting at you. Yeah, put the pipe up your nose. Yeah. Everyone's a veg man where you come from, mate. You little cockney barrow boy. First of all, as seems to be the fashion for me, is um, the, as soon as music I like hits, love heart, and so yeah, of course, Marilyn Manson earns a love heart. And I've also put for the first opening 10 minutes or so as it's all very meta before meta was oversaturated. And I feel like because it was meta before meta was oversaturated, that it deserved a pioneering love heart. A pioneering love heart, yeah. Pioneering love heart, yes. The music originally was supposed to be Frank Sinatra at the start. All of the heavy metal and everything was all put in by the studio. This film was supposed to be totally different, wasn't it, Fletch, basically? Yeah. Um, the, the guy that made it gave it to the studio and they were like, uh, no. So they basically put it in a different order and took all of his music out of it and put the likes of Marilyn Manson and Orgy and White Zombie. <laughs> and made it more violent. And made it more violent. So the little cutscenes at the start, you know right at the start when it's flying over and you've got all the bits with the people being stabbed? at the start, yeah. all that was added in after they'd done it. They filmed that in the director's garden five days before it came out. It's silly, really, but yeah, that's why we're doing it, because it's an interesting, interesting film. It is interesting, but it's also kind of sad. 
kind of sad. What, did they ruin a man's film? Well, the yeah, first one was kind of, you know, deliberately ramshackle and part of it, its charm and part of its success was the fact that it looked like it had been thrown together. It looked amateurish and it was deliberately janky. Whereas yeah. this feels like they were being amateurish. Well, Fletch, you did mention when we were watching it last night that you thought some of the camera work was awful in this film, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It made me <laughs> it sick. Was the, it was the party scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it was horrible. But speaking of which, going from the first scene that you see after the aerial shot, is Jeff in the, is Jeff in the police station with the sheriff who says, we found blood in your van, says that to Jeff. And then it cuts to the film, because that actually is the end of the film. Yeah. That's how it was shot. So all the stuff with them being interviewed throughout the film wasn't actually in the original story. Yeah, it's all supposed to be revealed at the end. Yeah. But they thought it was too confusing, and they because it was basically the film was too weird. Like they wanted to go in a completely different direction with the film. Yeah. Instead of making another found footage film, they just wanted to to make this really bizarre meta film. Well, it's like it's like you're saying it was actually supposed to be a comment on media and about how. Well, I suppose in a way, having it ruined by a studio doesn't that sort of prove what it is? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think. If you don't, if you don't, if, if you don't do something independently, some big motherfucker in a suit's going to ruin it. Basically, that's the point of the first film, and this second one proves it. I think there was something really brave about this. The first one was successful because it was innovative and different. And rather than repeat the same format, they tried to do something that was innovative and different. Yeah. But because this one was controlled by a studio, they couldn't do something that was innovative and different because when they tried, they were kind of stomped on by the network. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's it. So imagine, talk about the fucking Snyder Cut. I want the Bellinger Cut. You want the Bellinger Cut. Break hashtag Bellinger Cut. That's what we want. Release the Bellinger Cut. Get that on HBO. So yeah, you but, can do it yourself. Well, no, yeah, he does. He's actually put in the uh, in the commentary in the commentary in his show notes. He actually tells you the right order of the film. Tells you actively encourages you to copy the film, cut it to bits, and put it in the right order. Amazing. There must be that must be on YouTube somewhere. Well, I, I know it's because I got the DVD. So maybe we can do it. Maybe we can do it. Do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Jeff runs the witch hunt trips. And he's got a van full of people taking him out for a tour. Stephen and Tristan, they're writing a book about the Blair Witch. His girlfriend, Tristan, she's feeling queasy, straight off the bat. And then you've got Erica, the Wiccan. She's there to prove that not all witches are evil. Not only is she a hottie, but she is a real witch, Jeff says. And she says, blessed be. She does, yes. And um, I'm like, it does feel like we got some stereotypes and dropped them together. Yes. Which is fine, but it's not... It's quite tropey, and that's not what... The Blair Witch wasn't supposed to be tropey. Well, Mark, each person represents the kind of... They represent a group of people after the first film. So you've got the mythlo with the camera trying to make money off it. Yeah. And you've got the Wiccan girl who was... One of the people... Like, who found it offensive. Yeah, apparently... She's been marginalised by yeah, this film. Apparently all the Wiccans hated this film. They complained about it. Mm, I can see why. So they put a, a Wiccan girl in the second one. And they say to the goth girl, they say, well, if you don't believe in the in Blair Witch, why are you even here? And she just says, I just like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's the goth. Speaking of the goth girl, they go to pick the goth girl up. Where's she? Having a cigarette, lying on a gravestone in the old Burkittsville cemetery. Ooh, God! It's all very teen flick archetype, isn't it? Like you say, the Wiccan, the goth, the couple, and then you've got a dopey surfer type dude. And I don't mind that. I like a horror film. I just, I don't know, maybe as a sequel to The Blair Witch, I expected something more than that, though, you know? Well, they, they go to pick up Kim. Kim played, uh, Kim director, the goth, the sexy goth girl. Go have a sexy goth in a film. That's actually why you watched this film when you were a kid, wasn't it? Yeah, we made showed it me, because he just... He just watched films with goths in it. Yeah, he used to love Ginger Snaps. Oh, Ginger Snaps, that's a terrible film. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. How dare you? <laughs> I've not seen that since, like, in about 20 years. Yeah, well, then you've remembered it wrong, haven't you? And isn't the second one she goes back in time? No, it's the third one. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Goths, as we know, goth girls smoke cigarettes. That is 
That is science. That's a fact. You can take that one to the bank, guys. The goth bank. The goth bank. <laughs> okay. Smoking on a grave that says treacle. Did you notice that? Treacle. Treacle. Did you see it? It's P. Bill. Yeah, so for the next two days, these fucking douchebags are camping, looking for looking for witches. But this is Jeff's first talk. And they're like, you told, you t- it says here on the internet, think, you've, you've had 10,000 customers. He's like, oh, that, that's people that buy me sticks and me soil, because he sells sticks and soil and t-shirts and bags. He said, that this is my first talk. It's my inaugural talk. He sold 10,000 sticks. So I told, yeah, 10,000 sticks. What? Oh, Capitalism, mate. That's what it's all about. It's the American dream. This scene where he then said, the, the immortal line, we're all virgins on this bus, earned to look yeah. heart, because it was terrible. And <laughs> it amused me. But this scene played a really obscure track that didn't make it onto the soundtrack of the film. I shazammed it and Shazam did, had a really hard time, but eventually got there. And it's called Streamland, Streamlined by a band called Sunshine. So I looked it up on YouTube, and there are hundreds and hundreds of comments saying, oh, I loved Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch 2 was underrated. This is the best song off Blair Witch 2. Nothing to do with the band, nothing to do with anything other than Blair Witch 2 on the YouTube comments, and that amused me. And that earned another love heart because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling generous today. Uh, the, all of the kids think that Jeff is just talking shit in the van. That's what the goth girl says. Jeff's talking shit. And he says, if you don't think the Blair Witch is real, why did you even cook? And she says, I just thought the movie was cool. While they're walking around, goth girl, she's psychic, by the way, guys, and she doesn't know why. She just is. She just sees things. She goes to Tristan. She says, how far along are you? And she's like, what? The baby. You're pregnant. And you don't want the baby. Yet Stephen wants the baby. She's like, how do you know this? I don't know. I'm a goth and I'm psychic. The, the group set up camp in the Par Ruins from the first film, where they found Heather's tapes in the first film. The stones are all marked with ancient symbols. Some of these symbols are actually quite positive. Only people who, who know nothing of witchcraft would be afraid of them. Now, she really hammers home, you know, how oppressed the Wiccans have been since, <laughs> since, since Blair Witch came out. She must have had a nightmare, this poor girl. I mean, what, what must her parents think for having a witch? I bet they think she'll get over it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> she did. She it's made... just a phase she's going through. But yeah, so I find her quite insufferable, this girl. I, I find this film to be incredibly white. Yeah, oh yeah, it's honking as fuck. It really is, isn't it? It's white not people. good. Just this Wiccan girl talking about how how she's oh, oppressed. The, the witches always get the blame. It's like, <laughs> no, they don't. No. Well, a big evil tree is there. And Jeff says, oh, that tree weren't there yesterday. And they're like, bollocks, Jeff. Nobody believes him. So would, nobody's scared of this, Jeff. You know, it's not working. Everybody walks away. And then Kim the Goth and Jeff stare up at the tree, scared. <laughs> Erica, the, the witch, she's doing, some, uh, she's doing some voodoo. She's doing some Wiccan voodoo. And she's reversing, she said, oh, I'm reversing evil with a wicked spell. I'm, I'm an earth child. But she is, in fact, trying to communicate with the Blair Witch. She said she was a good witch, an earth child like me. And she's going to be my mentor. Uh, she says, oh, have you spoken to her then? And she says, not yet, but I will. That's why I'm here. And she lies back. And she says, to shed off my mortal coil and <laughs> commune with Ellie the Witch. Did you see it? The stick man. The stick man, yeah. Did you see it, Mark? Did you see it, Mark? The stick man. The stick man next to her. Yeah. Oh right, okay. That's fine. But that's one of that's one of the hidden things, because you know there's hidden things in this film. All the way Yeah, through. and I like that. I like that they put some subtlety and ambiguity in it. I, I do like that. Yeah, that was one of the hidden things that I will keep saying. Did you see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was lying on the floor. And it's just there. <laughs> she was lying on the floor talking to the other one. Yeah. And it cuts back to the other one. And there's someone there in the forest behind them. <gasps> that's such um, a crew member. What? That's a, that's the cameraman that they forgot to cut out the film pledge. No, that that one isn't clever. <laughs> <laughs> you got scared of that, didn't you? You're like, oh, there she is! I was like, oh, there's something there. No, it's a cameraman. Uh, the group take photos of the symbols on the rocks. Jeff is setting up his cameras. The whole shebang. He's expecting a full sighting. He's got night vision. Uh, Zach Bagan style, like Ghost Adventures, saying, did you see it? They're going to see some stuff. He's got a time-lapse camera for plot. 
nighttime, campfire, everything is set up, and the moon is full, and the group is sitting, drinking and chatting, and smoking pot, bro, because he's got weed, because he's, you know, obviously. He's, he's called Jeff. He grows Jeff. He's got loads of it in his house. We I don't there. think Americans call it Jeff. And they're talking about conspiracy theories. They're drinking loads of booze. They're all sat around listening to uh, System of a Down, I believe. Yes. Uh, the Wiccan Girl is now banging no part on. for System of a Down. The Wiccan Girl is now banging on about how witches are among a minority and how, how this whole Blair Witch thing has set us back 300 years. It's like we're back in the burning time. It's totally fucked up our Wiccan image. The Goth Girl says, yeah, people just fear what they don't understand. Where I come from, they think I'm, I'm a murderer because I wear black. They sit and, and she goes, yeah. I totally get it. Where I'm from, let's think I sacrifice babies and stuff like that and, and believe in the devil. Where I don't believe in the devil because here's a fact for you. That's a Christian thing and I like nature and leaves, not the devil. Honestly, this is like trying to impress a goth girl at a party when, you, when you're 20. These people's like being drunk at a party. They're all arseholes. And I know, Mark, you're probably going to say it, but I'm going to beat you to it this week. They're not, there's no nice people in this film. <laughs> there really isn't it. <laughs> the... When you go to a party and there's always that one person. Yeah. It's like the party is just that one it's person. It's just that one person. Yeah, because like <laughs> Steve, Stephen and his, his girlfriend are banging on about having an argument about mythology, which is... I mean, I think we've all been to a party like this at some point. I would not I would have been there for about ten minutes and then made my excuses and left. You can't wait to leave and you have to just try and find a random excuse that'll work. And the longer it takes, the more difficult that excuse is going to be. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Stephen's drunk and he's talking about myths, saying that he doesn't believe that myths are a real thing. So, yeah, everyone at the party is obsessed with the witch in their own way. Jeff is now saying that he's going to make a film called Wicker, A Way of Life, because he's chatting up the witch girl. And she's like, yeah, that would be really good. Then he does the same thing with the goth girl. He says, I'm going to make a film called Goth, A Way of Life, with the goth girl. Because he says, video is real. And video never lies, guys. But film lies. <sighs> video is real, but film lies. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. There we go. Very deep. And, and I think that's what we find in the film, isn't it? Oh, damn you, Hollywood! Not you, Fletch. I mean, Hollywood. If people believe in something, surely, surely that's enough to make it real, still talking about myths. It's like, perception is reality. Screams in the woods. <laughs> Turn that grunge down. There's somebody screaming over there, it might be the witch. It's not the witch, it's uh, it's another group, a tour group called the Blair Witch Walks. And uh, who's with them, Fletch? Tourists. Why? <laughs> There's, There's some they've got some... You, you can tell they're tourists, they can't you? It's a load of foreigners. <laughs> well, subtly put, but yes. This is to indicate the fact that people as far away as Japan and Germany will come into Burkittsville to hassle these poor folks about made a witch. The guy says, one of us is staying here tonight and it looks like us, you little bitch. They're instantly really aggressive to the other group, which is quite funny. <laughs> they go, yeah, we've got permits. Like, bullshit, you haven't. And they, they lie to them and say that they saw something up at Coffin Rock. And then the, the German girl says, look, I didn't come all the way from Berlin to look at a load of trees. Show me the witch. Show me the witch. I like how they, they got her to say she's from Berlin because yeah. she's a white person and they would have just assumed she was from the US. Yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, so, yeah, they, they bullshit the group that, has, um, that they've seen something up a coffin rock. And they haven't. They're doing it so that, so that they can have the campsite here. The goth girl says they're not coming back. Tell you now. They'll tell you for what. Them fellas ain't coming back. They say, how do you know that? She just goes, I don't know. She's psychic. She's goth. That's it. That's She's in the temple of love. She's shining like silver. That is a system. Put the grunge back on and get back to partying and bullshitting each other. How do your parents feel about you being a witch? Uh, they're probably not that bothered because it's. <laughs> she said, My father is a minister in a one church town. Bingo, that's why she's doing it. Anyway, Queens of the Stone Age place. And I don't fucking love Queens of the Stone Age. They sit in the woods and take nicotine, Valium, Vicodin, marijuana, ecstasy and alcohol. Yeah, they're drinking loads, dancing around the fire, uh, filming everything they're doing on handheld and static night vision, Zach Bagan cameras all over the place. Party montage, yeah? Goth girl is lying on a wall, sultry, puts one sexy leg out, smoking a cigarette, looks up. She sees a furious owl. She sees, she sees a furious owl. The owl is livid. What is it? 
Well, you know that owls are like, in some cultures, are supposed to be like a portent of death. There is a reason for the owl, even if it is fucking ludicrous. Stab <laughs> these tourists! Are they really? Are they like, uh, owls? Yes! Oh. I didn't know that. I thought crows were. Yeah, well, crows are as well. Different cultures have different birds, I think. I keep seeing more crows all over the place. I know, you have gone crow mad. You keep texting me saying, I'm talking about the crows. So it's almost a daily basis. Because they're just... They're following you. Yes. Everywhere I go, there's crows. Are you counting crows? <laughs> this could <laughs> be really bad, you know. Someone could, could die. Do you know anyone called Mr Jones? Is it about Mr. Jones and me? You're not taking my crow fear seriously. Well, I... Because <laughs> we took your shark fear so seriously as well. I'm not scared. I'm not afraid of the crow, but it's a bad omen, though, isn't it? It is a bad omen, yeah. And I'm not even joking. I'm just seeing crows everywhere. Well, they're not made of teeth, so they're not that scary. Did I tell you when I went to Stoke? Water. No, why would you talk about Stoke? There's only two good things in Stoke. Waterworld and pro wrestling for you. Because I went to Stoke to meet up with this, um, I went to Stoke to meet up with someone. Bum chicka bum bum. Well avoided, Fletcher. Was a... you, do, you do well in a, in a police interview. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> well, because I was seeing crows everywhere and I was like, I think I'm being followed by crows to this girl. Yeah. And she thought I was joking. And, my, and then I met up with her in Stoke, and we were just stood there, and this crow just fucking came and landed right next to us. And I think that's why we didn't get a second date, because she thinks I'm cursed or something. Cursed, <laughs> cursed boy from Derby. Yeah. Get back to Derby with your crows! <laughs> Magnificent. Speaking of nightmares, Tristan's had a nightmare, a really harsh one where she drowns a baby. That was unpleasant, like really, really unpleasant. But it is a horror film. Yeah, so it's, like, it's supposed to be unpleasant, right? Yeah, it's just a little bit out of the blue, doesn't it? Because it's like kids partying, Queens of the Stone Age. Dead baby! Scary owl. Who's dead baby? I can't get over that owl, though. You can't get over the owl. It looks so mad. It's furious. Who's done this? The group wake up, and it's like it's snowing. Snowing. All, of the, all the equipment's broken. Cameras are gone. There's bottles and cans, bottles and cans and clap your hands all over the place. That's another lyric from the same sort of time. There's no Beck in this film. So yeah, there's all over the place and it's like it's snowing, but the snow, it's not made of, of water or ice. It's made of words and facts because the fact snow is the notes because what you do when you write in a book, when you're researching a book and you go camping, Fletch, what would you do in that situation? Oh, um, I always take my dissertation with me when I go camping. Yeah. And you wouldn't back it up, would you? Because there's no need. No need, yeah. They even say to him and they say, did you back this up? Because no, I didn't. Maybe maybe it's like, <laughs> do you remember Misery? Oh yeah, do with the leg smash in Stephen King book. Yeah, where he only ever writes like one copy of it before he's, until he's finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. That's it. Because they're superstitious. So yeah, all, that's all been ripped up. Goth girls go, what's going on? Who's done this? Where are all the cameras? Where are all the cameras? The guys haven't got a clue what's happening. They're all, they're all starting to fall apart immediately. It's like, we must have blacked out. And she says, the last thing I remember was seeing that other tour group, the, the goth girl says. And then Jeff says, those fucking dickweeds. Who else could it have been? They came back They came back from Coffin Rock and ripped us off. And then Goth Girl says, at least the tapes are still here. You know, like, how do you know? And she's like, look, I've been telling you for the past day, I am psychic. They're in the fucking wall. What, the same place they found Heather's tapes in the first film? That's just a film, you crazy goth loon. It's not real. It's not real. Did you put these in there? Did you put the paranoia setting in? Who's put these in the bloody wall? Because the tapes are in the wall. I tell you that. Don't really Tristan she said, I don't feel well. I don't feel well at all. And she he wipes blood on her face and she's had a miscarriage. Oh shit. Shit. Yeah, that was pretty fucking grim and bleak, wasn't it? It if was. the dream was bad, that was suddenly like, oh shit. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So when they get to the hospital, she's freezing cold. They say, how did she get so cold? It's like she's been sitting in iced water in a dream. And Stephen goes, we were just camping. Hysterical Stephen. We were just camping. The sheriff, oh, he's such a bellend him, isn't he? He is, yeah. The sheriff is blaming Jeff. He says, 
He's got that girl's got hypothermia. You took her to the woods. You've been a pain in this town's ass since you were ten years old. You need to learn to stay out of trouble, boy. Last thing you need is to get yourself back in the loony bin. And then Jeff says, "You've been trying to put something on me since I was ten years old." Because Jeff is the singer in Lone Wolf. He's the leather jacket kid in the blog. He's a small town troublemaker. That's what he is in these man's eyes, in the eyes of the law. He's a street punk. He's a street punk. The Wiccan witch, she's doing tarot card readings on the floor in the hospital. I mean, that wouldn't happen. Oh, stop. Oh, oh, stop. I was furious about that. You used to work as a porter. You'd have to get her out of the way. Get out of the way. There's a man having a heart attack. Oh, oh, oh. When people just sit on the floor in a hospital. Like, get out the fucking way. It's a hospital, you did. Do people actually do that in a hospital? Okay, of yeah. course. Yeah, they do. Of yeah. course they do. You've always got bell ends everywhere you go. And you go to the hospital and they're there as well. <laughs> Tristan has has a vision whilst in the hospital of a little girl walking backwards all drowned and she's doing fast face like, uh, what's it, like uh, House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts and loads of Marilyn Manson yeah, videos. and Marilyn Manson videos. They're just walking jiggly backwards like, <laughs> the beautiful people, the beautiful people. Ah. Like that's just doing. Uh, visions of the other camping group. Red! This is where it's getting, that's who was getting, that's who was getting done over in the woods. It was the other camping group. The, uh, the tourists. Did the owl do it? I don't know, he imparted the message. Maybe he was telling them, I've just murdered them lot down there. If you should keep it down. Can you send your hot grunge down, please? I'm trying to yeah. murder some. Come on. They're in the van on the way from the way back from the hospital, and they're like, five hours of our life are unaccounted for. We need to watch the tapes. Jeff says, oh, I've got an um, editing suite at my house. Of course he has. He's got everything. Because he's, he's, uh, he's the street punk in the film. And obviously, he's a street punk in the film. So where does he live? Old Factory. It's, what was it called? Jericho Mills. Jericho Mill. Jericho Mill. It's an old factory after the Civil War. They were going to tear it down, but I talked them into I talked them into selling it me for one dollar. And there's an old rickety bridge to go in. O only one way in, one way out. Rickety bridge. It's got a moat. Yeah, it's got a moat. It's, it's, it's basically a castle. But you know what I'm saying? And it's full of stolen goods. I would quite like that for a dollar. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy that for a dollar. I thought he sold like ten thousand sticks. What is he? What does he need to, like, steal stuff for? Well, I don't know. He never explains that. He just says, they go, why you got this stolen stuff? He says, don't ask me that. I just that. I sell it on this. He's, he's, in, he's an entrepreneur, guys. He's, a, he's a, what's it called? A new thing called eBay? Yeah. He's, e he's eBay. like a stick tycoon. He's a stick tycoon, yeah. CCTV all over the place. Because remember, the video don't lie. Like the, like the nasty film does. Like the film Hollywood! <laughs> And Jeff picks up a handheld camera and starts filming already. And Steve's gone, look, we've had enough video stuff today. Let's just leave it, Jeff. Jeff shows him his store. It's made of it's like stickman t-shirts, hats, merch of all types, rocks, soil, tap. He's got a room full of tap. But Erica, she finds it this is offensive to Wiccans. She says, it's capitalism based on fear and lies. You're do basically you, a witch racist. Yeah, so do you, do you really think it's fair to exploit our culture? Steve and Tristan go to bed, because Tristan's not doing well because of the hospital situation. Understandable, but when she's upset, she tells Steve about the flicky flicky girl, the vision. He says, I've seen a flicky flicky girl like, like in a Marilyn Manson video. She's like, what, what, what do you mean? She said, it's like the photo that you showed me. Ellen Treacle. <gasps> Treacle. What was the name on the grave? But she was sitting having a cigarette on that star. Jeff, Wickham and Goth Girl, he's sleeping with his eyes open and he, it looks like he's dead, doesn't it? Is that what you have thought? You, do you know, have you ever seen someone who does that? Yeah. The cat's doing it now. Well, my, my, my fella does it and the first time he ever did it when I saw it, I didn't know and I thought he was dead and, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm, I massively panicked and he woke up and shouted at me for being loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Kim, seriously. He's a laugh, hearing snoring. Yeah. What? what? Just sleeping with his eyes like full open, you crazy bastard cat. It looks like he's just dropped dead, doesn't it? It's genuinely scary. Did not like. Snoring with their eyes open. <sighs> Did you freak out and just chuck holy water in his face? <laughs> <laughs> Be gone! <laughs> so, yeah. I bet it was even worse if he woke up and shouted at you. <laughs> like, you think he's a dead body, and then suddenly he's like, What are you doing? 
But when he didn't, you know, he didn't know that he'd been sleeping with his eyes open and he just thought I was being a dick. <laughs> Not that I was feared for his life. Jeff, Erica and Goth Kim start going through the tapes complaining how it takes ages, ages to edit stuff. On the footage, there's a big flash. <laughs> the big tree is gone, by the way. Where's the big tree gone? It's a little tree. It's a little tree now. Kim is coming out in a terrible rash. She's like, what's that on his shoulder? And she goes, oh, it's chafing from carrying a backpack. She didn't have a backpack on once in this film. No. Also, I... guys, there's no Book of Shadows in this film called Book of Shadows. At all? No. Why is it called that? <laughs> Added on by the studio. Yeah. Flash on the screen. <clears throat> so they, they, start, they go, oh. Steve goes, oh, that's Coffin Rock. That's loads of dead feathers of Coffin Rock. That is. Go, How do you know that? And he goes, because I've seen it. Photos. In my research. Can't show you. It's already ripped up. It's all word snow now out of the woods. But yeah, they go, well, did you do this? Paranoia. It's a, lot, it's a bit like The Thing. It's a lot like The Thing in this film. It's kind of like The Thing, but it's also like Blade Runner in that it was altered for the theatrical release. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I don't think just... many people would compare Blair Witch 2 to Blade Runner, Fletch. Well, they're both, you know... They both, are you, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know. I don't know, Mark. I don't know, Mark. I don't know, Mark. Oh, here we go. I don't know, Mark. I think it's quite similar. It's similar in terms of quality. So Steve hears Tristan's calls, but he goes to see him. She's sleeping. So it couldn't have been her. She was sleeping, slumbering in the in the factory. But then he hears children crying outside. So he opens the door. And the, the little girl, the backwards little girl's on the bridge going, doing all the backwards thing, going, you know what to do, Steve. You know what to do. And he goes and he slams the door and he's like, Poof, uh, looks outside, poof, the girl's gone. Steve has gone back in to say no, and he goes, and he says nothing of his vision. He says it's the stupid alarm, the dog alarm. But Tristan says... You didn't mention the dog alarm. I forgot, I forgot to mention the dog alarm. When he opens the door, dog barking. Dog barking, yeah. Did you think that the, that the vision ghost thing looked like Sadako? The film has several references to other classic horror films. Mm. That being... I thought she was quite scary. And I thought that, that to, to be honest, anything that looks like Sadako, to me, is really scary. So... I did give it a love heart, but maybe I shouldn't have done. Yeah. Because it was kind of plagiarism. Are you having love heart remorse? Don't, don't. I think I'm going to award it because it it did scare me. So I am going to award a a, a love heart. It's not plagiarism. The film film makes references. There's loads because I'm going to point them out as we go on. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah. But Tristan heard the crying too. She says, I heard it. She's been having crazy dreams about crying children. Stephen wants to go home, but Tristan says, not yet. Not yet. Because she's, she's soaked in evil. Cut back to hysterical Steve being interviewed by the police. It was an accident! Another flash on the tapes. What was that? The time code jumps from 1.32 to 3.57, back to 1.32, and they slow it down to reveal a naked woman swinging backwards around the tree. They go, oh my God, we can't make out her face. What can we do? So we can do some editing and I'll blow the face up because that's how the editing computers work, isn't it, Fletch? Yeah, like in Blade Runner, where it's like enhanced. <laughs> to the left. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, this is just Blade Runner. It is. Okay, I'll, I retract partially my, com- my, my mockery of your comparison to Blade Runner. Good point, well made. Yes. Erica goes to make a coffee for Jeff because he's always banging on about coffee. He goes down to the fridge, he's got coffee, he's got KFC that's been in there for ages. Did you see it? Did you see it, guys? What? Stickman in the window on this bit. Was there? Yeah. Is there not a stickman in the fridge made of carrot sticks? That would have been better. Steve's getting stressed out and sat around the table because he's hysterical as soon as he loses all his... He would do. He's lost his life's work. He's ripped up his life's work in woods. Well, Bellin, he's stressed out and he's sitting, he's sitting at the table and he wants to leave. He's going, oh, I need to, we're going in the morning. Can you give us a lift? Which lady's like, she says, sure, yeah. You look a bit stressed. I'll give you a sexy massage. I'll give you a massage. She's like, and he's like, yeah. And then they're taken by the witch and they start getting it on on the table. It gets a bit raunchy, doesn't it, Fletch? Bit much. And then he takes his shirt off and she goes, oh, he's got, he's got witch symbols on him as well. She goes, do they hurt? She goes, no, they're just a little warm. Don't worry, Steve. I've got them as well. And then she goes, Slashes his belly open like Nightmare on Street 2. But it's not real, guys, don't panic. It was the evil of the mind. Their mind is poisoned by witch. And they're both still sat at the table. Jeff, Jeff's found a better angle of the naked chick. Because that's how you, you can change the angle. Did you know that you can change the angle of, uh, of a tape? 
When you're editing it, that's how Deckard sees the woman in the bath. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So yeah, he Deckards it, enhance. He does enhance the image and they go, is this? Erica goes, is this some kind of fucking joke? 44 minutes, witch boobs. Yay! With boobs. But because it's Erica in the woods. And do you know what she's doing? She's dancing around a tree like the like the dead body girl in Evil Dead. But there's another reference for you. Yeah. 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 But it's actually the bit when she's walking around the tree is what the Evil Dead references when they look at her out the window because it's the same as in Evil Dead. Yeah. So she says, this is a joke. They said, no, it's very serious. It's very serious that you are a witch, we found out. You know, we were hoping you could explain this. She's like, I don't have a clue. She says, if it's some kind of wicker thing, just explain it to us. We just want to understand your people. She said, that's not me. I didn't do this. But Erica, video, does it lie, guys? No, as we have learned. As we have learned. Early on in the film, yeah. the video does not lie. Erica is freaking out. She's like, we brought something back with us. I can sense it. And, she's, and the Goss girl says, it's nothing. It's nothing. With all these marks, just poison oak. Just get a bit of dot leaf on that. You just stung yourself with a nettle. You'll be fine. It, it's not a symbol. It's just a rash. And she's like, we've all got the marks. We've been touched by a witch. Kim, the goth, wants some booze. And she just goes, right, well, I'm going to get some booze. Yeah, <laughs> just leaves. No, she doesn't. It just smash cuts to her getting out of a car in a completely different place. Yeah. It's so disorientating. Go to get some beer. Kim at the shop. Local boys hassle her outside. They get, hey, Elvira, I've got something you could suck the blood out of. And they call her Morticia. Morticia. Morticia, sorry. Yeah. Did you notice the man fixing the fridge? Yes. What did he say? He said, I'm finished now. I'm finished now. That is Mr. Park. He's did you see it? He's, a, he's the man that murdered the children in the original story. They camped out in the ruins of his house. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I'm finished now. Lady rams her with a, with a shopping trolley and calls her a witch and then just leaves the shopping and walk, walks off. <laughs> and then the lady at the counter... don't want this shopping. You're a witch. It's that goth on it. Yeah. Lady at the counter is very rude. Very rude to the goth lady. Yeah. And she just ends up... She, she grabs her though. Caught on CCTV because the camera never lies. And she gives the money. She just basically says, oh, I'm taking this. I'm taking it. Here's the money. Don't pick on me because I've got a black jacket on. Man, don't you oppress me because of my choker. You know, you do get goth abuse and stuff, but this just, just feels, I don't know. As she leaves, she crashes the van after seeing a vision of Victorian street urchins in the roads. And she gets out of the van and there's not an urchin in sight. Not a one. Not a one. Back at the factory, everyone's going bonkers. Victorian Street. Uh, Victorian Street. Uh, Bill Cotney to it. Yeah, it was like on the, the children of Beale. <laughs> the children's like on Fucking the twist. Yeah. They are the children of Beale. <laughs> you got to pick a pocket or two. Bosh! It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Into the tree. That's it. Artful Dodger. She didn't dodge that one. Gets out, I'd say, not an urchin inside. Back at the factory, everyone's gone bonkers. Erica's doing a ritual. Jeff's hearing voices. Tristan's staring at an owl. Knock. Oh, the owl. The owl's back. just back, just staring at Tristan through the window, going, you fucking, you cunt's still here. Owls <laughs> are so weird. When she gets back, she also finds the shop clerk's nail file in her bag of brews with blood on it. But whose blood is on the blade? She makes Jeff a coffee. Because he's demanding coffee. He's like, I, I want a coffee. Bring us a coffee, gloss fella. She says, yeah, all right. Makes him a coffee, goes upstairs. Jeff's asleep. He didn't say it. It's the factory speaking to them. And she starts, she says, uh, something's really weird going on. I've just seen a load of Victorian urchins. And I saw the guy that killed all those people fixing a fridge. But something's not right in this town. Can we, can we? And he turns, the chair turns around. He's being electrocuted in the chair like shocker. But it's not weird. As he turns away from the monitor, visions of hell on the screen, on the PC screen behind him. But he doesn't see it because he's back. His back is turned. He's banging on about coffee. The next morning, the van is totally fucked. And he's like, how did you drive that back? That's a total mess. And she's like, it worked like that. But I wouldn't leave your van like that. Hold on, I'll tell you something. Steve's dressed. Steve is there. This whole film makes no fucking sense whatsoever but i don't think i mind do horror films have to make sense i liked this film i sat there enjoyed 90 minutes of dumb shit 
And, you know, there are a lot of films that we've watched that I haven't enjoyed. I still... I know it was cack. It really was cack, but... I did still enjoy this film. To be fair, I think originally it was intended to be disorientating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Going mad. But obviously... Hollywood! Ruined it. Damn you, Aristotle. Mm. Mm. Where's Erica? Steve, she was going to give him a lift home, wasn't she? Witchy Erica. Steve's like, they, they meet, they have an awkward meeting because they're like, oh God, we we had visions of diddling each other last night, didn't we? Yeah, let's not mention that. Okay, I'll go get the van. But then she goes and she disappears. She's never seen again. Whatever she, everyone's looking around for her. Erica. The goth girl runs out, stands at the end of the bridge, just going, Erica! <laughs> Shouting into the woods. But is that like Evil Dead too? Oh, but so now Kim's at the police station. She's handcuffed to the table, not got any of the witchy witchy marks on her. What's going on, guys? I'm so disorientated. The group can't find Erica anywhere. She's vanished. Goth girl says more like evaporated because she finds her all her clothes. Like she's just gone. Left her clothes there in the, in the circle of Wiccan. And now everyone thinks it's Kim. Everyone now, the tide has turned, everyone thinks it's, it's you, goth girl. You've done these shenanigans. It's group hysteria, Steve said. Collective delusions. He said, well, what's happening? Why is this happening, guys? Why are they all seeing this voodoo? Jeff, the screen. More flashes upon Jeff's PC monitor. The footage, 3.37 a.m. Uh, oh, they see, they see someone smashing up the cameras. They go, told you it was the other tour group. Sheriff calls while they're editing. He goes, Turn on the television there. Why not put on the news, boy? Put on the news. He puts on the news, and then the sheriff is in the background of the news talking to them. But he's on the telly because video don't lie. Video. I liked that. I thought it was really douchey. Yeah. I thought it kind of gave the character some real kind of douchebag depth. I like that. He's like commentating on what the news reader says. She's like, five tourists have been found dead. And he goes, disemboweled, Jeffrey. There was disemboweled. <laughs> Bodies lied out in the shape of a pentagram. Did that sound familiar? Chef waves at him from the telly. Owl, push! The owl flies through oh. the window. Oh. And owl, the owl flies through the window and then just drops dead. It looks like someone's just thrown an owl at him. It, comes in, it comes in, it hoots and dies. Yeah. <laughs> It's like crow sting. It just flies in and goes, Woo! And then just dies. <laughs> just dies. <laughs> Everyone's getting paranoid. They're stuck in the factory. The police are on their way, but they found time to put a record on. <laughs> yeah, they, they're like, what are we going to do? Hang on. I'm just going to put just put this record on. I'm just going to put the cure on whilst we just sit down and figure this out. Put some salad because we're concerned. The cure's perfect. Now, Jeff thinks it's all down to Erica. He's sitting there and he's like, I don't know any of you people. It's just this dawns on him now. Don't know any of you people. They say it's Erica. She's gone missing. She's a witch man. One big pissed off witch man. Then Jeff has a vision of Kim eating the owl. Kim's eating the owl. Film reference. Night of the Living Dead. Not the Living Dead. But it's not just KFC that's been in the fridge for weeks. So you'd probably be better off eating an owl, if I'm if I'm honest. It's an old KFC out of a fridge. It's all poultry. Who well, puts KFC in the fridge? This street punk. That, this street that, The same man. I have never left a KFC unfinished. No, it wouldn't be cool long enough to go in a fridge. It'd just get chomped out like delicious, delicious chicken. This is where you get the Evil Dead bit. I see Erica, she's dancing around the tree outside. Like Evil Dead. And Steve rushes outside and she goes, You know what to do, Steve. And you know what to do. You know what to do. You know who it is. And she walks off backwards in the pants. Steve, the bridge fell down and he's hanging dingle dangle. He's like, Tristan, help me. But she just looks at him wrapped in a blanket because she's bonkers. Jeff pulls him up. Tristan's gone fully mad now. She's raving about children, evil children. She says, I'm having Blair witch dreams. I am seeing through the eyes of the witch. She says, they hanged her from a big tree. I'm a witch, I'm a witch. Steve, I'm going crazy. She says, and he goes, you're not going crazy. You are. are. Jeff is now listening to Dragula by Rob Zombie. Love Heart, one of my favourite songs of all time. Love Heart for Rob Zombie. One thing we don't see very often in the film, 
and, and I always appreciate it in the film, is a dossier. You need a good dossier in the film. Yeah. It's got a drawer full of files about all, all the people. And Kim's going, have you been investigating us? Like like some kind of private eye. So like, I didn't put those dossiers in there. They're not my dossiers. I don't get dossiers anymore. No. The dossier's a good word. Doesn't it, isn't it? He's lost his dossier in the woods. Sheriff's at the door, knocking at the door. But Jeff opens it. There's no bridge. Bridge isn't there. Rabbit dogs. 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 The omen. So he goes and gets a shotgun to shoot the imaginary dogs. So they go, put that gun away, Jeff. There is no dogs there. And he's like, yeah, I forgot. We're all going mad, aren't we? I'll just put it in this cupboard. Opens the cupboard. Who's in the cupboard? Which? Which? Erica staring in the corner, like the first film. And they're like, oh, we've been looking for you for fucking ages. Turns around, dead. She's dead body. She, she's dead there. And dead in pants with hair covered in nips. She's been propped up. She's been propped up. Propped up in that cupboard. How did she get there? How did she get there? Who killed Erica? Tristan's, Tristan comes out and she goes, it's backwards. Everything is backwards. Everything is backwards. Everything is backwards. Yeah. And they're like, what? Because we need to run the tapes backwards. And they're like, what do you mean do it backwards? They go, I don't know, the, the keystrokes. Do the keystrokes backwards. And he does the keystrokes backwards. And do you know what happens? The film plays backwards. Because that's Do the keystrokes yeah. backwards. <laughs> keystrokes backwards. Are they doing it on Linux? <laughs> no. <laughs> They play the footage backwards and the missing hours reveal themselves of a night of debauch witchcraft and fireside evil. They destroyed the pages of notes. They caused the word snow to rain down because of the booze, the nicotine, the valium, the Vicodin, the marijuana, ecstasy and alcohol. <laughs> they smashed up the cameras all over the place and Erica is the witch in the vision. They're all running around in their pants. She's she's going, I'm a witch. They're going, they're going, voodoo. And she comes right up to the camera. Another reference, but it's a reference to the first film. But when she comes up to the camera, it's supposed to be the famous, it's supposed to be the front cover of the first film. Mm. Yeah, Tristan, she's leading the voodoo. They see this on the camera, on the editing suite, and they come out and they go, she's not even looking at it. She's got her back to the screen. She's going, can you explain this? You have, you have clearly been doing witch stuff. And what, what did you do to us? We, we're covered in these mark things now. Have we killed, did we kill people? I think we killed them, I think we killed them tourists. It wasn't the owl. It was, no wonder that owl was livid. So Jeff starts filming Tristan, because they're gonna film a confession. Because they said, you're the witch, uh, we're gonna film you. Just confess, confess. It's good, no, I'm not the witch. Then all of a sudden she goes, yeah, I am the witch, you bunch of twats. And then uh, she, Throws us, she hangs herself, she throws herself off and dies. And then they have the full vision of all of the tourists being dragged around the man's garden, killed. They did all of it. In that vision as well, Kim cuts a man's dick off. Did you see that? No. No, she no. does. She does. Ties him to a tree, this bitch pulls down his pants and then just goes, it's like, ah, oh, me, me dangle it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. No. The police are... Is that, is that a film reference? Oh, I don't know. Is it like, maybe I, I spit on your grave? Maybe, yeah. Maybe it is, yeah. Or, um... That's the only one I can, I can think of. Or Hard Candy. Or Hard Candy. Or, um, what about Body Melt? With the, uh, stick up your... <laughs> Fucking hell. I doubt they'll be referencing Body Melt. <laughs> There's got to be more films where penises get cut off. Have you ever watched Teeth? No. Oh, yes, I have. Because they've got a bit where someone gets the, the dangler bit off mm. by the teeth. Yeah. And they find it later on, and like crabs just playing with it. <laughs> Can we watch Teeth? I've not seen Teeth. The Vagina Dentata! Honestly, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I, I think they're all like that, really. Oh, no, they're not, mate. I told you this before. Just have a go, mate. I did. It didn't go well. Did you know the Vagina Dentata is a real thing? No, what? no, it's not. Who's got a toothy? Who's got toothy fat? It can exist medically <gasps> because you um, there's these these things that can grow literally anywhere on your body. They're like a little cyst thing, and it has like this little calcium deposit in in it, and it's a tooth basically, yeah. essentially. And yeah, they can grow on your fat. They can grow anywhere. So yeah. Oh, there you go. So yeah, please arrest the surviving people. Steve, Jeff, and Kim. Again, it's all over the news. They've been taken into the police station. The sheriff has had the, the tapes edited by the local 
community college because he don't know anything about editing the editing machine so he's had it put together and they go through in the tapes they watch the tapes they didn't just watch the tapes they're like i'm not going to watch this until you put it together in narrative order yeah take it to the nerds yeah a media storm is brewing this is what they wanted didn't it this is what you asked for now you're famous when i was watching this last night mm. i thought I, w- I couldn't follow it properly because I was stoned. No, it's but just how it is. Hearing you read it back this morning. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, so they watch the videotape of them hanging uh, Tristan because they see it different because the video never lies. Uh, they just hung her and chucked her off. And then it, it ends with the film with the Steve, actually Steve shouting, somebody fucked with the tape. And do you know what, Steve? They did, didn't they? They did fuck they with did the fuck tape. They did fuck with the tape. So yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's how it ends. Is it the end? No, there's a third one. There is a third one. But the third one's actually worth watching. In my Does opinion. the third one acknowledge this one as, as real, as a thing that happened? No. They well, finally tuned it. <laughs> so, for me, this whole thing was confusing. It made no sense. And I don't think I cared. I had a fun time watching this batshit film. It was fun. It, was it insulting to the first one? Perhaps a little bit, because it's essentially yeah. the antithesis of it. But I still don't care. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, what did you think, Fletch? I thought Jeff looked like Wes Borland. You thought Jeff looked... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention, it was Jeff who put who put, uh, put her in the cupboard. You can see his little peachy bum. He was naked, put her in the cupboard. You do see Wes Borland naked? Yeah. I mean... Why do you keep bringing up Limp Bizkit? What do you mean keep? Oh no, that was that was when we were talking last night. We haven't, you haven't done it on the show, it's fine. So... <laughs> yeah, like we just talk about Limp Bizkit. So, yeah, it's a sequel. We, we, we've done a lot of sequels. I think this is on par with American Wealth in Paris. And it's, uh, it's come, came out around the same sort of time. There's no Smash Mouth in this, though. I don't feel like this film is really a sequel it's almost like a reaction mm. and you don't need to have seen the first film in any way shape or form to understand this film although to understand it is probably an exaggeration i don't think it's possible to understand this film but it i don't know it, it, it feels like it's a completely different film that they've just given the name blair witch in a lot of ways yeah and if, if you kind of like cut the first the first few minutes to make it about a random discovery of a witch that hit the news. It doesn't need the first film at all. The second film is about the first, first film. film. Yeah, it's like Human Centipede Two is about. Yes, one's about the first film, but somebody, you know, it's that same sort of thing. It's an it's an intertextual oddity. Shall we go with that? Yeah, it's it's uh, it is an odd film, as you say, Mark. I would like to see the director's cut. Just to see what it looked like. Release it! Release it! Bellinger's Cup. Release yeah. the Bellinger Cup. Release, yeah, release. So, why don't you get mad about that, nerds? Yeah. Where's the Bellinger Cup? We want Frank Sinatra in our Blair Witch 2. And where's the Book of Shadows? Get that off. Get that off the title. It's just called Blair Witch 2. Electric Boogaloo. Again, we're in a situation, we got to the end of the show, guys, and we've got nothing, <sighs> we've got nothing to, uh, what we're doing next week. Um, I am the conduit. I am the conduit. Yes, I am. I am definitely the conduit. Next week, you will watch Voodoo Academy. Conduit. 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 Yes. That's not the conduit. You sound a bit different from last time. Oh. Oh. Come on. You're trying to sneak it past us. Oh, I thought that might work. Well, you snuck it past us. Oh, we don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> oh no, it's happening! Fetch it! Fetch it! Can you hear me? Fetch is gone. Where's he gone? Fetch has left and it now. Oh my god. It's happening. Malachi! Yes, yes, yes! Next week! Yes, yes! You will be watching. Uh, what is it? Highlander! It's a kind of magic! Oh, Fletch. Hello. Are you alright? What? You picked the film. Eh? You picked. You were the conduit. It wasn't him. 
pulling our clangers up in Manchester. What are we watching? Voodoo Academy. No, it's not Voodoo Academy. Don't listen to him. Highlander? Highlander. Oh my God, it is written. So ladies and gentlemen, next time we're actually doing a class, another classic. Highlander. Highlander. Hang on. You picked Highlander. Highlander. Have I I've never seen Highlander. What? what? I know. You've never seen Highlander? First time watch for me on Highlander. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Second best to Voodoo Academy. Can you believe this, Matt? I cannot believe it. And on that huge revelation that we'll be doing a classic Queen-based immortal Scottish man film. So thank you for listening to us this week on Super Tap Film Club. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about this. Give us a five-star review. And if you fancy it, we've got a Patreon, guys, and you can give us a couple of quid. So if you want to follow us on Patreon, go to our Instagram page and you'll be able to get the details and the link from it from the next week we'll see you for Highlander. I know his name! I know his name. <laughs>